1: You're listening to a podcast of Sci-Fi and Scream on Joy 94.9, Australia's only LGBTI program focused on the horror and sci-fi community. Ah! Thank you.
0: A statement here or are you asking me questions <laughs> yeah, me too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that um okay so
1: here we are this is sci-fi and squeam under the shadow this is one of the night shift horror features at this year's melbourne international film festival obviously here in melbourne and then we have the following evening under the shadow it's an 11:30 p.m session for that one so that's probably perfect for those who uh do like to get a bit spooked mm-hmm. and perhaps more and I have in the studio, I've got the man, one of the people behind it all, Babak. yep Babak Anvari. Mm-hmm. And the producer.
2: Uh, one, of the, one of the producers. Oh, of, one of the producers. One of the three of us. Uh, Oliver Roskill.
1: Ross-kal? Roskill? Roskill. R-O-S-K-I-L-L. R-O-S-K-I... Oh, like Mount Roskill. Yes. Which... Which you is weird. Know? I
2: found, actually, there's a load of New Zealand, because yeah. like, we're a very small family yes. in the UK. It's a very rare name. Yeah. And actually, then I found a picture of, like, a... Or someone say Mount Roskill, and uh, and then uh, there was a lawyer, or someone. So there's
1: a yeah, few Mount Roskill. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. clearly, I think for New Zealanders, it was like for white New Zealanders, it was um, the the youngest son of the family was expelled to go and live in New Zealand. But really? well, I had a choice: Canada, America, New Zealand. Which the one choice is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <it>? Yeah. <laughs> and hence we have Mount Roskill. So Babak, this this film I've been very fortunate to see it. I am amazed. Thank you. In a good like way. That. Really good. And uh look it premiered I believe at the Sundance Film Festival too. Yeah. It's been quite it a right. journey. Yeah. It? And now here you are in Melbourne.
0: I know. Yeah. Like you said, it's been it's been such a great journey since mm. Since the beginning of this year, really, and um, we finished it late last year, and then literally right after its completion, and yeah, we started. It's kind uh, of been non-stop hasn't it? For exactly,
2: eight, eight nine months, and yeah, uh, it's and then hopefully going to continue. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah and it comes to its. I think it comes to its sort of conclusion as we then go into our sort of release, cinema release, and then digital mm. release. Uh, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with our buyers.
1: So mm. um, let's let's talk about the film, obviously without spoiling too much for the listener. Tell us a bit about what Under the Shadow is.
0: Yeah, sure. Basically. It's 80s Tehran, right during the Iran-Iraq war and straight after the Iranian revolution. And um, it's during the period that Iraq started launching missiles, mm. like missile attacks on, on Tehran and the rest of the country and the whole of Iran. And it's about a mother and daughter who, father of the family has gone off to war to serve and they're like left alone in their apartment building um, mm. feeling isolated and as if living... You know, under the pressure of war and political turmoil is is not enough they start they start to realize that uh, their mm. apartment block possibly could be haunted by a by an evil entity so basically a haunted house story, but in a very peculiar setting, and mm. you know you can either see it as like a sort of metaphor for cer- certain things or like just watch it as like a ghost story really Because <laughs> yeah, um, you yeah.
1: can. Do that. You can do both.
0: Exactly. I mean yeah. that. That was that was the aim from mm. from day one. Try to have a very character driven, layered story, but also entertaining.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, it is. It does remind me of two films more recently: the Babadook mm-hmm. and uh, the first Conjuring, a little bit. Oh, nice. But I guess it's because of that female driven character okay. who's so strong. Absent father or partner, male partners, mm-hmm. um, a child, single child. Yeah, I mean, in the Conjuring, there's more of them, more children, but it's got that same same sort of idea. Yeah, you know,
0: I mean, it's been uh, that type. Uh, it's, I've, I've I've been inspired by so many films. Mm. Uh, like my uh, my my source of inspiration is always I always say the main one was early Polanski films, uh, mm-hmm. Repulsion. The tenant and Rosemary's baby, and um, you know they're all uh, well in the in the Polanski series. Two of those films are female driven as well, Mm. Um, and um, yeah, it's so it's so it's it's interesting that you mention uh, the Babadook because like yeah, that's like uh, that came out last year and it has like a similar. I, I would say this is like the in, in some ways they end up being the iranian cousin of the, <laughs> of the babadook yeah. without without us intending to because when when we we're in pre-production that's when when the babadook came out so it was mm. like such a coincidence yeah that's yeah. A film as well. yeah it's an awesome yeah. film yeah. yeah
1: incredible oh yeah there's a uh, some under the bed scenes i think that you know those those sort of things without, a away. Film without an under the bed scene. oh <laughs> yeah yeah who doesn't have that issue when they get out of bed you know, I know. trying to find the you know spotlight What's or something and <laughs> bare feet ah oh, touch the ground um so doing something like this a project like this this is your first full feature first feature film yeah yeah right yeah it's pretty uh, <laughs> so how did i <laughs> stunning yeah well thank you thank, very much you know. thank you and of course iranian uh we can't sort of not talk about that and mm-hmm. a film previous to your one as an Iranian, mm-hmm. you know, Uh of course, A Girl Walks Home Alone at night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Another. mean, there are, like, loads of uh, sort of films with a genre angle in Farsi language. Mm. Uh, like, Well, lo- I mean, I'm I'm saying A Girl Walks Home and mm. now Under the Shadow, so hopefully they w- they, this will start a trend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: It's nice to have, like, genre beats in the film, I think, was quite important. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it just, it does then make it slightly more, appealing exactly. to a wider audience uh, mm, yeah. than, than being a straight foreign language film. I think. Drama, yeah. D- yeah, drama. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's so true. Uh, now for the cast, I mean, you, when you did the casting call, uh, did, how hard was it to find the right people for that.
0: It was. I mean, our number one goal mm. was to find Farsi-speaking actors yeah. uh, who speak Farsi fluently, and for, because of the nature of the film, we weren't sure. It wasn't easy to find cast in Iran, so our mm. primary focus was uh, the the Iranian. The whole world. The whole world. People immigrated, mm. like, actors, talented actors who have immigrated from Iran and, like, now are based somewhere else. So yeah. we literally looked around the world, and uh, the cast ended up being from the US, the UK, Germany, France, Italy. Like, we literally went around and found, like, Farsi mm. speakers from uh, across the world and brought them it's to like Jordan. The Espera,
1: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So many people. But, yeah.
2: but it's interesting because they... Um, when because iranian cinema you know there's not that many films that are made in in farsi when when people find out that there is a film being made they kind of almost naturally gravitate towards the film yeah Uh, Uh, yeah
0: films made in farsi outside iran yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. that's incredible
1: so um how many people were actually born in iran and were they all born oh in they're iran? all
0: uh, almost all of them yeah all of them were born in iran okay. but they moved out of the country yeah, at some yeah. point um right. in their lives even so. the li-
2: even the little girl even often yeah even often because
0: wow. she was a she was a refugee um yeah living in london and she's a non-actor like this was the first time she acted She's
1: incredible, I have to say. Um, A little girl. How old was she when you did the filming? Seven. Seven,
0: yeah. 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 She almost, that was the funny story, she almost didn't
2: actually make it into the film because um, when Babak saw her, because he saw about a dozen little girls, she walked in the door and to go, that's Dorsa, um, that's what I want. And we were like, great. Mm-hmm. And um, because she's a refugee, she doesn't have a passport. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, we filmed the, did the film in Jordan. So um, wow. it meant traveling to Jordan without a passport, which was quite a challenge. So we, I think about two days before we were due to go to Jordan, the um, we didn't have the visa paperwork or anything, so we had to get the Jordanian royal family involved. Uh, so, what is her status? In, she's she's a, a refugee. They have a piece of paper that says you're allowed into the UK, but it means you can't really travel. Yeah, I um, so so think you
0: can travel true. across Europe, but not an, anywhere outside yeah. the European. Zone, yeah. Well, they not you know for another now, two now, year, for another two years. For another <laughs> two years, <but laughs> after Brexit, you probably they probably can. That's
1: crazy. But we yeah. got it in the end, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, no, she's she's. Um, she's scary <laughs> she's great she's great <laughs> she's wonderful she really is amazing. she's
0: such a sharp child and mm. uh, very intelligent very yeah. very talented um yeah
1: well i hope hopefully she'll be able to if she wants to when she gets older yeah do more get
0: in get more into yeah exactly yeah. i hope so because she you know she has a raw talent uh mm. that like you know if anyone taps into like yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah, it's a real ride of a film, I have to say. If people are going to go and see it, be prepared to be surprised and at the same time really get emotionally connected to the characters, particularly, um, and I'm terrible at saying names Sorry. that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> uh, is it Shideh? Shide, yeah. Shide? yeah. Uh, she plays Nage naja. Is it Najae Rash- Rashidi? Nagas. Nagas. Nagas Rashidi. Terrible. Nagas. Yeah. Nah, so. guess. yeah. Gosh, I'm a Kiwi. You know, we don't know anything else but English and Maori occasionally. Um, but yeah, like phenomenal. So, where is she located? Well, at the moment,
0: at the moment, she's based in LA. But um, she she grew up in Germany. She, she oh, okay. left Iran when she was very young, like six, seven years old, and mm-hmm. she grew up in Germany. And she's done tons of work in Germany, like for German TV and uh, feature films and uh, uh, some roles in Hollywood films, but yeah, she re- relocated to uh, America. She like splits her time there. between Germany but, and Germany. Yeah, actually, yeah, she still works in Germany, so she cool. flies back and forth between LA and, and Berlin, yeah.
1: Well, that's great. Yeah. And of course, it's good to see Arash Mirandi. Uh, of course, a from big girl. from a girl who yeah, yeah. walks home alone at night. Uh, he's a bit of a star now. He's awesome. If he's a sex symbol, he's probably the sex symbol now. It? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I probably. Say. Yeah, he, he's he's a, he's
0: an awesome, awesome guy, and uh, it was uh, yeah, it was an absolute pleasure to work with him. Even though it was very short and sweet, but you know, it's great to have him on board. Yeah, mm.
1: and it's also great. You've got these uh, great stories too. Um, the mystery of it, and talking about gins, of course, mm-hmm. um, which I guess in the West most people know as the the genie that gives you a wish. Yeah. You rub the lantern and he's, isn't he's he's okay. (laughs) He's okay. Or I dream of genie, you know, yeah, cute, but not so cute actually. If you know anything about the
0: history of it and the mythology of it. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's basically, uh, gin is more or less like demons in Mm. in a Middle Eastern culture. Like, and you know, every Middle Eastern country has its own take on it. Even in Iran, um, you know, certain parts of the country have different takes. Mm. Um, but for me, ultimately, because it was set in Iran, it, it made total sense to use that as a mythology in the film. But uh, ultimately, yeah, it's a very universal thing. You know, as as soon as the audience realizes it's just some sort of a s- evil supernatural entity, that's it. I think they get it. Every culture yeah. across the world has similar things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think our one is like, we would call it a poltergeist. Poltergeist. Or oh, yeah. yeah. A malevolent force. Yeah. 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 Or like, yeah, you know, like demons from bible like yeah very very Mm. similar yeah Mm. goblins goblins uh, type of thing you know um
1: yeah no it's interesting because you mentioned the wind of course Mm -hmm. you know the wind is coming and i guess the metaphor there too is the wind of change and Mm -hmm. am i right that's a great way to interpret it i I I yeah (laughs) i feel feel i'm on the right track yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. but for you how how, do you know of any response uh and if it is going to be played in iran itself um, i know? I doubt
0: it because uh i don 't think there's anything offensive in the film, but mm. however, I think Iranian authorities they don 't necessarily like films being made about Iran outside of Iran oh, so yeah. uh, i don 't think it 's going to get released in cinemas, but i'm hoping that uh, they it, I'm I'm hoping Iranians get their hands on it, you know, mm. some way or another. Whichever way. We Whichever way, <laughs> <play>. yeah. But we have
1: to do. Yeah. Uh so it is a Netflix, is that right? Netflix were behind supporting the Well, yeah, production. do you wanna the, get th- into no, yeah. Actually,
2: um we were we were very fortunate as a mm. as a company uh, to have a development fund so we mm. uh, took on the project. We actually seen Babak's film 2 and 2 it's 2 short and 2, right? yeah. I keep saying I think 2 plus D. It no, it's 2, it's 2 and 2, two. Uh, which was a short film that he mm. did which was also a Farsi, lang- Farsi language film which he was actually BAFTA nominated for mm. uh, and it was brilliant and we saw this we then were passed on the script by uh, his agent and saw something like really unique in his voice um, and thus begun the road for us and we then developed the project for 18 months, um, we Got some early support from the Doha Film Institute who gave Ooh. us a grant, uh, which was great. And then our sales team, which is XYZ Films, came on very early as mm. well. I mean, I think they read it on a Friday and we had a deal on the Monday. Mm. I mean, they were like, that "We love decided, this film." Yeah. Um, so we then we then raised the finance, the rest of the finance, and we shot the film. And uh, and then we got into a competitive bid with the likes of Netflix, and uh, and they um, they bought it just before Sundance. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and that was
0: great for us. Yeah. Going it's great to be Sundance. fought over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nice. It's <laughs> yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah.
2: And then, but we've got um, you know, it comes out. It goes out with Netflix at the beginning of next year, All right. uh, cool. worldwide. Mm. And but in the meantime, we have it being released in Australia and New Zealand by Rialto mm-hmm. and theatrically. theatrically yeah, no, thank you. That's important it's important to say it. that. <laughs> um, and in the UK, um, it comes out in the UK on the 30th of September, and then a week later, it goes worldwide. Um,
1: January? Uh, oh. No, no, no. Sorry. It goes oh, worldwide sorry.
2: theatrically on, on the various markets that we have, oh, okay. yeah. um, which is like Australia and America and yeah. New Zealand. And then it's three months later, it goes on to Netflix.
1: Cool. Right. That's a big uh, That's a big thing. I don't know if anybody or either of you have seen Housebound by Jared no. Johnston.
0: I, I've heard a lot of it. I just
1: haven't seen it. Uh. Kind of similar, but probably mm. but more uh, more, hmm. it's hard to explain. Yeah, I, a Kiwi director, but... Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty interesting, too. Yeah. And working on such a limited budget as well, you really have to... Be efficient. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be efficient and, yeah, yeah. and use some of the older style of techniques of suspense, and mm-hmm. uh, certainly you do that in the film very well. Oh, thank but you. But there is that one scene that <laughs> really freaked me out. Great. Yeah.
0: That was pretty... Awesome. Pretty cool, gross,
1: really. <laughs> but without the blood. I mean, the whole film, is not... There's not a no single... Blood. It's not. It's not schlocky horror. It's not
0: suspense.
2: It's, we call it a psychological horror. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's,
0: yeah like sh- try, we tried to focus on the atmosphere, f- you know, mostly than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. It seems story, like it's. Yeah.
1: It seems like it is a film about what happens when these sorts of uh, political situations become so oppressive and difficult, um, and the stress that's created because you know she's a single mum basically it seems to be uh well says to me that kind of thing think, and
0: yeah i mean that like i said i, I mean as a filmmaker mm. i don't think um i'm in a position to dictate to people <laughs> how to how to see the film how yep. to interpret it so but i it's up to the audience to interpret it however they want but it's mm. pretty exciting that like uh you know people seem to get engaged in like uh you know with the story and with the characters and like um yeah, have their own interpretations. So.
2: He's been very clever. He's layered things in there. Um, mm. We get we get quite a lot of questions in the Q and A, and he will give exactly the response he's just given, mm. uh, which he'd never dictate anything. But then it's kind of like if you watch it again, you'll start to see yeah. a lot of the questions we get asked. The answers are, are there in the film. I'm going it. to
1: the 11:30 yeah. session. Oh great! Oh, nice on, right. on Saturday. Yeah, because yeah. I haven't seen it on the big. Yeah, scene. I mean, I I've, no, I've late uh, t- yeah. Saturday night. I mean, there oh, are
0: some like Easter eggs or little clues in the film, like mm. explaining certain things yeah. but um you know i try to be as subtle as i can because i think it's just it, it's more fun yeah to leave yeah. part of that to the audience to figure out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i it's think
1: it reminds me of the exorcist oh uh, great uh, it yeah. does that same thing yeah you have to see those clues and oh okay it's, it's yeah. good it's levels. good that you're
2: going to watch it on on a on the big screen because yeah. actually one of the things i think that we love so much certainly that came out when we did our first screening in the Egyptian theatre at Sundance was how atmospheric it is with the sound like when Mm. you go on to big speakers and you sort of you hear and the, you know there's the there's the creek that goes mm-hmm. through that mm-hmm. runs through it's almost like its own character actually. Yeah. um it's it really made i think it adds a layer of tension exactly. so, you know and especially if you're also with people who then yeah. you know we had someone in mm. new zealand recently at, at niff who stood up and screamed in the middle of wow the middle of the did film. you pay them to do that uh, we <laughs> <did> <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> actually it was, no, great. It was, it was actually one of us <laughs> oh excellent <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i like
1: that no i like that. Yeah. You don't have to do that for this film. Trust me, people. Make sure you do see it. It's called Under the Shadow. <laughs> but look, what does happen next? What does happen? Are you, what are you? Um, are you working on anything? Yeah, yet? so started.
0: To... I'm just. I've just started uh, working on my second feature. Started writing it. It's early days. Um, working with the same producers, Wigwam Films. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like a Hitchcockian thriller, cool. and uh, there are a couple of other ideas that like. Uh, also developing and you know see how far it's gonna go uh so it's very exciting time really. mm. yeah
1: favorite hitchcock film then
0: favorite hitchcock i have a few actually oh, yeah, um awesome. uh psycho definitely yep. uh vertigo yeah i can i can cool. just keep going yeah, like, yeah. It's, I strangers start. on the train strangers oh, on the train, train is, is like awesome pretty amazing
1: yeah. yeah after all this time it still hits yeah i know? love i love hitchcock yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant Ooh, looking forward to that though. Oh That's thank you. That's excellent. Thank you so much for speaking to us, uh Baba Kanvari mm. and Oscar Roskill. No, Oliver Roskill. Oh <laughs> <so> <laughs> I'm, thinking, you know, I'm just thinking Oscar time, you know, when you guys get your that nomination. Would be lo- that would be great, yeah. what do they call it? Foreign language speaking? Foreign <laughs> foreign language film, I think. Foreign yeah, yeah, language yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? We still have that, you know, foreign language thing. I mean, uh, Who'd have thought? What yeah. difference does it make? It's exactly. a film. Yeah. I had Universal one person language. who said to me once, I don't like those sort of films because I have to read. And I went, right, you're off the friendship list. <laughs> Bye. Now, before I do... Or well maybe he kept it. No, here it is. I wonder if you could do a station or a show ID tag, if that's okay. Great. Both yeah. of you. Oliver. Together? <laughs> I write we'll together? Yes, okay. together. So we
0: introduce oh. ourselves first. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm... <coughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob I Canvey, writer and director of Under the Shadow.
2: Hi, I'm Oliver Roscoe, one of the producers of Under the Shadow.
0: And Sci-Fi and Scream
2: on Joy 94.9. Is oh, it
1: 94.9? 94.9. Sci-Fi and Scream on Joy 94.9. Beautiful. Bravo. Thank, thank you thank so you. much. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks it's for having us. Thank, thank you. you. you've been listening to a podcast of sci-fi and squeam on joy 94.9 check out joy.org.au forward slash sci-fi and squeam for more